Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Anderson Cordero banging to the goal line, crosses, touchdown Atlanta. It's time for the Falcons flyover. A complete recap of today's game as we check in with all the top players of today's game and more. As we also get your take on today's game. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. The Falcons flyover is on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Well, good evening, or is it? 80s industrial band uh, Depeche Mode getting ready to play next door at State Farm Arena, but Falcons fan in a depressed mode. Why did you go for two in that situation? Why does our quarterback keep throwing it to the wrong colored jersey? Why can't we manage the clock? Why are we calling timeout after spiking the ball to avoid a delay of game penalty? Why can't you win a game that the commanders tried to gift wrap and give to you? Why do we keep losing to this team in the most excruciating ways possible? There's just a lot to say. I'm Rob Tribble, by the way. We are hanging out at uh, Top Draft. Really, really nice upscale sports bar inside the uh, Omni Hotel, adjacent to the uh, Georgia World Congress Center. 24-16 the final. Falcons fall to 3-3. Three and three. Commanders improved to 3-3. Three and three. And you were thinking, after that first drive, Falcons a beautiful drive. You see how good and creative Arthur Smith's uh, playbook can be. You get a touchdown, you're thinking, okay, Desmond Ritter now is going to start on the road to consistency. This is a great start after a nice win last week, a great exhilarating win. And then the wheels fell off. Your defense played great. What, four or five sacks today? You had five coming into today. Defense did their job like they always do. Why can't you play special teams? Why do you give up a 61-yard punt return? All the whys, so many whys. Such a frustrating, frustrating turn of events today. 404-726-0929. As I said, I'm Rob Triple live at a top draft. But that's, that's the big refrain from today. Why go for two? Why can't your quarterback throw it to the guys in the proper colored jerseys? Why did you go for two? Man. I'm going to pass around the offering plate, and I expect you to tithe me 10%. Thank you for the amens from the crowd, ladies and germs. Why? I'm gonna, I want to hear from some of you guys here today, too. You can come on the air and uh, vent and tell me what you thought of the game, but just keep it clean. Don't curse. Otherwise, it'll get dumped, and you won't get on the air anyway. We'll just dump it. But I'd like to hear from you guys and you out there as well, 404-726-0929. Desmond Ritter regressed today, and I talked about last week how his uh, testes dropped. He became a man, you thought. Now he's regressing. 
the fan base is turning on him big time. It used to be about 50-50. Now I think it's about 65% that are thinking he may not be the guy. Is that too premature, though, 10 starts into his career? I still maintain the jury's out. And now, from what I've seen on Twitter and what I've heard from fans and friends of mine who are fans, they're starting to look at Arthur Smith with a little bit of a jaundiced eye. It's just so maddening. Why can't we have nice sports things in this town? <laughs> this, be- this beautiful woman is uh, hollering in-, in the background. I thought we got rid of Marcus Mariota. <laughs> I'm just at a loss for words. And uh, Gordon Robinson, my on-site producer, uh, he said something uh, pretty smart as he's prone to do. That's why he's my boy. Analytics says that you should maybe go for two in that situation, but Gordon said, quite smugly, I might add, analytics don't have a feel for the game you're playing in at the moment. It's kind of a robotic thing. It's a one-size-seems-to-fit-all. There are intangibles involved in it. But it's just such a maddening thing, especially because the defense is playing so well, getting after the quarterback. And Desmond Ritter had some moments today, a couple of good third-down scrambles, but then you start throwing it to the other team. And one was a dev- – they were all three devastating interceptions. One led to a commander's touchdown, one in the end zone. And then, of course, one to uh, put the final nail in the coffin. And, unfortunately, I was filled with dread. Even though the Falcons started started a drive on their last drive of the game, they got it all the way inside to um, commander's territory. And I go, well, let's cue the third interception. Five seconds later, he throws the third interception. And, by the way, the, uh, the drink list here at uh, – Top draft is really good. I think I'm going to order a shot of bleach after watching what I had to watch today. And the level of anger and frustration from our Falcons fans is so palpable, and I feel it, and I am trying my best. I'm trying my best to maintain some optimism, thinking, well, you know, you played six games. You've won three of them. You've lost three of them. But you've lost three in such a disheartening way where you – Start to question your belief in what's going on with this franchise right now. And Gordon and I were talking before we uh, the broadcast here, and he was saying, I don't want to get to a point in the season where we have to rely on other teams to lose so we can somehow back our way into a playoff berth. This did not look like a playoff team today. And Arthur Smith, after the game, he was asked about, you know, calling the uh, timeout right after spiking the ball, and he said it's just a communication issue, and it happened on many different levels. I think as a coach, the proper answer in that situation, well, the buck stops here. I'm the head coach. He should have taken full responsibility and throwing, fallen on the grenade for that. And I wonder if that's kind of a blind spot with our coach, where sometimes he is beyond reproach. And I've been an Arthur Smith fan, but today kind of made me feel a certain way. And I still want to believe in this uh, young quarterback. Oh, by the way, first time he has lost a home game through his college career and NFL career. And we lose to a mediocre team. We tried to gift wrap you the game today. And it's just, uh, I'm just at a loss for words. 404-726-0929. Falcons have a date with uh, Tampa, who's playing quite well, by the way. Though They're trailing the Lions right now 10-3, to about a minute to go in the uh, first half. But Tampa Bay is a 3-1 team, and that's not going to be easy to do. All right, let's go out to Ken. Ken, hello. What's going on? What's on your mind? Yo. First, I'm glad to be the first caller. Four things I realized in this game. Our coaching play calls is 
horrible. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, the, 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 the going for two when you're only down by seven. You only been down by seven. What's the point? Number two, when you're doing all this play action, really, you got the whole lane wide open because they're not even expecting you to run. You don't want to run. I, I'm at the game and I'm looking at defense playing their ass off. The defense is giving you the opportunity. Third and one. Where's your fullback at so you can try to get the one yard? Fourthly, the miscommunication. You spike the ball. Jesus Christ, you got a timeout. You need to try to get the first, get the one yard so you can then call the timeout. You broke the momentum that you had going, driving down the field. I don't know what this man is calling. It's, it, it, it's mind-boggling. And you're right, you gave, you've got the chance to win this game, to drive down. Guess what? If you're down by seven, the thought process is completely different versus we got to get eight. Man, whatever. But to the fans, last thing I'm going to say this. Fans, at the three or five-minute mark, you leaving the game, you got to show some support for the team. Why get up and leave? The man still got time, and granted, it went wrong, but fans, you got to stay for the whole game. All right, Ken, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, it was like both teams. If you were to ask the question of both teams today, do you want to win the game? Do you want to win the game? They're both like, nah, I'm good. Eh, I'm good. I don't need a win today. It's fine. Tried to give it to you. All right, let's go out to James. Hello, James. Welcome. What's going on, Rob T? Listen, where is Cordell Patterson in the backfield? Throw him the ball in the backfield. He's receiving threat out of the backfield. That's not the point I wanted to run, run with, but I'm just wondering where, why, why Cordell Patterson is to catch the ball more. Um, I was one of those guys who called last week and asked uh, for permission from all of us Falcon fans to critique Ritter even after a great, great game for him. Um, I'm one of those Ritter uh, guys. We, we got to sit Ritter. We're going to waste the season if we don't sit Ritter. He's not ready. I'm not saying that he's not he's not playable in the future. But right. we, got, we got to save this season. Falcon fans, listen to me. I guarantee you, Heineken went throw two picks in the red zone twice to win I, the I, game if it wouldn't I, happen. I think I tend to agree with you, Ken. I, I, I appreciate you. Yeah, it's for Cordero Patterson. I, I have no idea. And um, I, Oh, and the special teams blunder as well. You give up a 61-yard punt return. That puts them in great position. I mean, there's just uh, so many frustrating things, but it's such, it was such a typical Falcon loss for someone like me that's been a long-traumatized Falcon fan going back to the 70s. It's like in every NFL season with the Atlanta Falcons has become my own personal Vietnam, I feel like. Let's go out to Joe. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll go to Lee. Hello, Lee. What's on your mind? We need to call a spade a spade. The fact of the matter is we should be four and two. We should be five and one. Pinpoint passing is highly important. Even when Ritter is able to complete passes, it's not on the money. We're reaching out. We're reaching low. We're reaching high. We're stretching out. I got no problem in Ritter at all as an individual. He's a leader, but yet let him sit on the bench, put Heineck in, let's get a chance and win some ball games, and then put Ritter back in. Because it's the truth of the matter is, pinpoint passing is important. Arthur Smith, time and time again, had to make odd calls, make trying situations, had to make desperate calls to make up for why we didn't have pinpoint passing. 
and that's my take, and we'll go on that. What do you think, Rob? I, I, I agree with it. He, he's just slightly inaccurate with the ball, but I got to tell you this. The last, last couple of weeks, Drake London with a couple of contested catches near the sideline. You know precisely why he was drafted. He was very good at those 50-50 balls, and he will wrestle it away from you. Hey, Kyle Pitts, a Kyle Pitts side. He actually finds his way into the end zone. That wasn't such a bad thing. There were some good things today. So I'm going to try not to feel like this is such a, a tragic death to the season. But losses like this, and I've, I've experienced so many of them, they're just so gut-wrenching. You're left scratching your head. It's just like, why? All right, let's see what Jer- uh Let's go, let's go out to Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Welcome. You're on the Falcons flyover. Hey, how y'all doing? Eh. It's, it's eh. rough over here, but I don't think what calls on Ritter. I think calls on our head coach. He's not calling plays in a rhythm to it. If he starts some gaming time, we're going to have to let you go, Jeremy. I get the gist of what you're saying, but we have to let you go because it's kind of, uh, kind of choppy there. Let's go to JR. Hello, JR. Hey, Rob, appreciate you on, but I will say this. Coach Smith is entirely too predictable. You know exactly what he's going to do at every single moment, and the fact that we drafted a running back first pick this past season, or, you know, obviously this year, and it's fourth and one or fourth and two and you're not running the ball drives me absolutely nuts. They also kept running towards the left side of the field, which was getting – completely dismantled that front line was getting dismantled just a frustrating game to watch the defense listen shout out to the defense they continue to step it up and are showing me some great things so i'm happy there i want to look at some optimism we have to figure out something to do with all the firepower we have on offense it is just too frustrating to watch all right i appreciate your call and i was thinking to myself i i try not you don't want to be too quick to to bench a quarterback and then what if the understudy comes in? He doesn't fare well either. You go back to the original quarterback. That just creates a bit of chaos and instability. But I was warning today, and I, I like what the caller said because I was saying the same thing to my buddies watching the game with him. I don't think Taylor Heineke throws those interceptions today because he is a seasoned pro. He is a, a distinguished pro, I think. He's not a pro bowler by any stretch of the imagination. We understand that. And uh, I'll give credit to Sam Howell today too. Sam Howell got sacked, what, five times, and he was under duress. But a credit to him, here, here's something that might be lost on a lot of people. When he was under duress, his completion percentage actually went up. His yards per pass attempt actually went up. And he threw a couple of touchdown passes while under duress. So Sam Howell is actually turning out to be a pretty decent uh, NFL quarterback. I still think the jury's out on uh, Desmond Ritter, but I'm telling you, I might have to summon the jury back in after another performance like this. All right, let's go back out to the phones again. Let's go to... Let's go to Red. Hello, Red. Welcome. You're on the Falcons flyover. Decatur Rob, what's up, man? Yes, what's up, brother? Hey, man, I've seen enough, man. Uh, Arthur the Mule Smith, it's about time to FedEx him out of town, man. <laughs> Check this out. Well, they did out. a good rate since his dad started the company. Hey, man, I hope so. Check this out, man. It's a gentleman on your radio station by the name of, uh, I think you know him, John Chuckery. He likes to continually rail about sacks. Let's get sacks. We need more sacks. Well, today we got five, and here's what I right. know. Now, right. I, now I didn't go. I didn't go to Dartmouth, but um, I do know that <laughs> regardless of the five sacks, the team that scores the most points win, right? Yeah. Today, you know, we were just Ritter. 
three interceptions in the second half. He's inconsistent. He looked, he looked good last week. This week he took a step back. And then Arthur Smith out there, you know, he going for two. We don't need it. It's just – I've seen enough. And like you said, i got to steal one of your words. It's just maddening. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, well, Red, it's I maddening, you. man. I appreciate you. If I were in charge of admissions at Dartmouth, I would have let you in. Give me a nice little Ivy League scholarship, Red. Thank you very much, sir. Take a couple more calls for you. I go to break. 24-16. Falcons lose it. Dropped to 3-3 three and three and heading to Tampa Bay for a game against a very feisty, feisty Tampa Bay team. All right, let's see who we got next on the phone. Let's go out to Mike. Hello, Mike. Welcome. Hey, man. Thanks for putting me on. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Everybody's busting Ritter's uh, butt here, but he's a rookie quarterback. Let's call it for what it is. He's doing exactly what rookie quarterbacks do. And the problem we've got is we've got a coaching staff who are not coaching him through it. I, I, I'm not putting this on his shoulders. Yes, he's a quarterback. But watch the passes consistently, double coverage. Throws to the same person um, and throws balls that just, that, they're just not accurate. The guy... He's got a cannon, all right? We've seen when he's accurate. I mean, he throws that ball on a rope, I think, better than any quarterback in the NFL. If you watch the velocity that he's throwing, he's got it. The problem is that gave him too much confidence in his abilities, and he's relying on that, not understanding the speed of the NFL player. The coaching staff of Atlanta has to step up and say, hey, that's not, that's not how that works. Learn to look off defenders check down, do the right things, and stop being so predictable. That's why you're getting the interceptions. Not because a kid doesn't have talent, because the kid's not being coached properly. That's All right, what I appreciate it. All right, I appreciate it. Well, I don't think he has the elite arm talent, but he has pretty good arm talent. That, that's, so, that's just fine. Hey, it was good to see Matt Ryan doing the game today, though. And, of course, the Falcons fans gave him a nice tribute, and he gave us the sweaty armpit wave. Remember, he was waving from the press box, that big old sweat patch on his armpit. Maybe Maddie could uh, – maybe he had an audience with uh, Desmond today. Maybe gave, maybe uh, had a chance to chat him up a little bit. Maybe – I'm just at a loss for words today. Just losses like this – and I guess I care too much about this team, being an Atlanta native and been rooting for this team since the uh, 70s. But it was, it was just tough to uh, witness that today. We're going to come back and uh, take your calls, and we'll hear from uh, all the villains from today, Arthur Smith, Desmond Ritter, at all. Tough one to watch today. Falcons drop one 24-16 to a very mediocre Washington Commanders team. It's Falcons fly over live, live at Top Draft, beautiful sports bar, Omni Hotel, Sports Radio 1990 game. The game is over. Talking about today's game here. On the Falcons flyover. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The throw and catch to the Ocho will stand. All right, I'll try that again. Welcome back. Live at Top Draft. Falcons, I'll lose at 24-16. You're off final day. How about this? How about this number for you? Last three games, Falcons have lost the turnover margin eight to nothing. They've lost two of those last three games. You had an interception and a fumble against Jacksonville over in London. Two fumbles against Houston last week. Three interceptions today, and when you lose a turnover battle more times than not, you're going to end up losing the ball game. And by the way, I want to give a, out a big 50th uh, birthday, happy birthday to William from Birmingham. Yes, sir. Now, William, everybody here is going to buy you a shot, so that's like 100 people, 100 shots. So your 50th would be your last birthday if that's the case, but enjoy. <laughs> we're, at, we're taking your calls as well. I, I'm, I'm just at a loss for what happened today. It's just so maddening to see this team lose this way. Just when you feel like they're making some headway, gaining some momentum, maturing and everything else, you go out and you lay an egg like you did today to a team that really wanted to give you the game. They tried everything they could to give you the ball game. All right, let's go back out to the phone lines. Let's see who we got. Who do we have? Do we have David? Yeah, David, go ahead. Hello. Yeah, I, I think the frustrating thing about today is I think the Falcons across the board are a better team than Washington. And I it think was so the too. intangible screw-ups that did it. Now, one <laughs> thing, you know, the Falcons traded for one of the Rams' reserve wide receivers this week, and he was in a number of plays, especially down by the goal line. And he's only been on the team since Wednesday. Do these uh, two teams share the same playbook or something? Because I thought that might be a source of confusion because that's an awfully short amount of time to be integrated into an offense. Well, I think when he's in there, he's probably had to digest maybe a handful of plays, and he can easily do that having played football his entire life, I would imagine. But your point's not lost on me, but that's my way of uh, countering what you said, and I appreciate you, David. All right, let's go out to DB. Hello, DB. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm not very well, but I'll get over it. Well, I get you there, man. I get you there. No, my point here is um, I'm kind of a little confused why people are so into Heineke right now when he's a third-year-old quarterback on a 17. Can we stop pretending like this guy is, you know, something special, something he's really not? I understand Ritter had a second horrible, you know, half, but coach didn't help at all. We had some very questionable calls going for it on fourth down earlier going for the two times when it wasn't necessary. I just want to give Ritter more time. I understand he's had 10 games, but that's it. 10 games is not enough. Let's ride the whole season with him. Let's see what we can do. People saying that it's a lost season. I don't think Heineke is the solution to say that he's going to take us into the playoffs. That's all I got to say. All right, I appreciate it. I remember, though, Peyton Manning, his first year, and I'm not saying Desmond Ritter's Peyton Manning, but his first year he led the league in interceptions. There's been a lot of great quarterbacks that had a horrible first year. Troy Aikman. Had to be involved after every game his first season. 
I think he was sacked like six times a game. He did not look good either. So I, I'm still saying the jury's out on Desmond Ritter, in my opinion. But as I said earlier, I might be getting ready to call that jury back in for a, for a more thorough uh, verdict. Let's go to Derek. Hello, Derek. Welcome. Oh, Rob, Rob, Rob. <laughs> Derek, uh, Derek, Derek. <laughs> Listen, all right. First thing, shout out to my boy Chuck Rick. You got your five sacks. Are you happy now? All right. So we got that out of the way. Let's see. So you got to let's are you let's make sure Chuck Reed's good. I'll catch you on Tuesday, big guy. All right. So anyway, now I heard you in the beginning coming over to the light when you said you might be questioning Arthur Smith. I called in. It might have been week two. And I told y'all, Arthur Smith, I don't know why he's so smug. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Him going my my I was sitting, I went to the game today. And my guy, it was the what the second and uh, right before Ritter threw the second pick. He said, yeah. what do you think we should do here? I said, run the ball twice. He threw the ball twice. <laughs> yeah. I said, of course he's not going to listen to me. But <laughs> it's, it, 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 how he processes the game, he just thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Going for the two-point conversion, I mean, we all know that it is what it is at this point. Um, but I will say it's like – you can't blame Ritter because we knew who Ritter was coming out of Cincinnati. We all knew he was inaccurate. That's not groundbreaking. We all yeah. we all knew that. But I need everybody just to, to come on over to the light. Just come on <laughs> over. Amen. Bring Amen. your mama, your father, your sister, and your brother, and come on over to Arthur Smith and the man, uh, Kojic, uh, Bethlehem Baptist Church, and we'll see y'all next week. All right, I appreciate you, man. I, I've always maintained sacks are the most overrated stat, overly emphasized. They're nice. If you can just make the quarterback a little uncomfortable, but just like I said earlier, to Sam Howell's credit today, when he was under duress, his completion percentage actually went up. His yards per attempt actually went up, and he showed me a lot. I'm, I'm impressed by the uh, former Tar Heel in a lot of ways. Very efficient day. Desmond Ritter, not so much so. And that's what's so maddening. You really thought after that first drive when the Falcons – you got to see the beauty of Arthur, Arthur Smith's uh, playbook and the way they got the ball down the field and got into the end zone through a touchdown pass to uh, Kyle Pitts, and then the wheels fell off. All right, let's go out to uh, Dwight. Hello, Dwight. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Calling from D.C., so sad that I got to deal with all these clowns up here, but I'll, I'll get right <laughs> to it, Rob. Um, 402 yards versus 193 yards, uh, 25 first downs versus 13. 79 total plays versus 50. 36-23 in time of possession versus 23-37. And yet, you can't overcome turnovers, as you mentioned earlier. You can't overcome a starting QB, a backup QB masquerading as a starting QB. And you cannot overcome a great offensive coordinator masquerading as a head coach. That's it. I'm out. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Pure and simple. All right, this is Falcons Flyover coming to you live from a top draft, and we'll be here after every home game. I highly recommend this spot. Beautiful, upscale sports bar. Food's delicious, and, and uh, the listeners, uh, thankfully, they know the mood I'm in, so I, I was greeted with a shot and a beer when I walked in here, which is a nice thing. And uh, what can you say? A lot of things went wrong today. I mean, you go for two in that situation. Didn't have to, and I love, like I said earlier, I love what my producer, uh, my engineer on site, uh, Gordon Robinson, said. Well, Analytics are fine and good and all, but they don't know 
the essence of the game, the vibe of the game you're playing at the moment. It's not a one-size-fits-all, and that was just kind of a head-scratching thing. And you know what I was hoping? I said this last week. Desmond Ritter's at a bit of a crossroads. After last week, and he had that good performance, I'm saying, does he want to be Tyrod Taylor, guys like that? Does he want to be a journeyman backup quarterback, or can he put some of these good starts together and become a bona fide, really good, distinguished starting quarterback? Not seeing it yet, not saying it's going to happen, but I'm really starting to feel a certain way. And, you know, this is year three of Arthur Smith. I know the first two years you can kind of throw out because they had to put a roster together shopping at the Dollar, dollar Tree. I understand that. But now you're out of salary cap, pal. Terry Fontenot did a great job rebuilding this defense with a, with a bunch of good veterans. And hats off, Calais Campbell got his 100th career sack today. Good for him. Defense did their job like they always do. And this defense has been really good about one thing. The offense has put them in some bad situations with said turnovers. And they have to take the field with the other team. First down, deep enough, Falcon territory. And what do they do? More times than not, they make them settle for a field goal. How many times have you seen that this year? We just can't seem to sustain any sort of a consistency. But at one point, do you give up on a, on a quarterback like Desmond? Because you do not want to create that instability. It's like the last guy said. The most attractive quarterback is the backup quarterback. He is the, everybody's favorite guy on the team. And I'm sure if, if Taylor Heineke uh, ends up coming to a game and Ritter gets benched, the ovation will be very loud. But what if he doesn't play well? And then you have to go back to Desmond Because you know what they say, the more quarterbacks you have, you actually don't have any quarterbacks. All right, let's see what uh, JB, hello JB, welcome. Oh, Kareem, my bad. Hello, Kareem, welcome. What's on your mind? Rob, what's up, my brother? How you doing, man? Talk to me. Hey, man, I got me some of this brown water with you, brother. <laughs> hey, uh, Rob, real quick, <laughs> real quick, man. You know, and I'm going to say just like a couple other callers have said, it is time to stop giving Coach Smith a pass. He is not a good coach, man. You, there's no reason to go for two. Some re- sometimes let's just play traditional smash-mouth football. We, we got a smash-mouth team. Kick the field goal. Put your defense out there. Be down seven and try and go back and, and get to seven. But, I mean, he just calls bad plays, man. He's not the guy. He's not the guy to lead this ship. He's Marion Campbell 2.0. Oh, and I know you as a long-term Falcon fan. <laughs> hey, you the as a lifelonger like myself, <laughs> you know what I mean, brother. Yes, I know. And they brought him back twice, yeah. I think, too. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate your call. Holy smokes, not Marion Campbell. Well, think about going for, for two today as well. You're kind of handcuffed. You cannot run the ball today. That is a brick wall of a defensive line. Linebackers, kind of vulnerable, kind of a porous secondary, certainly. But down there, could you have gotten two, three yards, run the ball for a two-point conversion? I don't know. You had to rely on the pass. And he seems to be terrible passing in the uh, red zone. Absolutely. 404-726-0929. Falcons fly over live at top draft here inside the Omni Hotel right across from uh, State Farm Arena. Let's go to Owen. Hello, Owen. Thanks. Thanks for calling us. Hey, guy. What's going on? I was at the game in there, and I saw a lot of little dumb stuff. I saw a lot of dumb stuff by our head coach. I was just surprised that he went for two points. Um, it's like he got a, a lot of weapons. You know how you got a gun, you don't know how to shoot it. That's that's Arthur. That's Arthur to me. He don't know how to use his weapons. He doesn't know how to keep going to stuff that 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 makes sense. Another thing, why would you 
throw the ball and you're down on a two-yard line and you're throwing the ball. A lot of this stuff that he is doing is putting the quarterback in, in crazy situations too. You're not helping him with your dumb play call. You know, that's everybody's on Ritter. But look at what, what our coach is doing. He's calling dumb plays. And then the quarterback is making dumb, dumb, dumb decisions. Now, Ritter, he is a, he is, he is a, a, a rookie. And we expect for him to make some, some decisions. The thing that I see with Ritter, he's not looking at his progression. He looks at the first progression and he throws to it. That's how he got one, one, one interception. He does and fall so prey to I'm that just, too, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting some of the blame on Arthur. He needs to call better plays. And like I said, he has a lot of weapons and he doesn't know how to use them. And it's sad. And that's all, all right. I have to say, God. I appreciate you. No, he does know how to use them. You saw that first drive, and for some reason, you can't be consistent with it. He does. I, I like the way his playbook looks. I like some of the plays they called, especially on that first drive for a touchdown. But sometimes you also got to execute consistently as well. All right, Dr. Dre, hello. Welcome. What's on your mind, Dre? Yeah, um, I, I'll get the uh, Ritter in a minute. Uh, but I'll get the Ritter right now. Listen, this league <laughs> is not geared towards rookie quarterbacks. When you're a rookie quarterback, you're, you're not going to do well. It's, it's too easy to, to be confused. Uh, you go back and look at some of the, the, the top quarterbacks now. Just go back and look at their go, go back and look at their rookie seasons. All right. So this is basically Ritter's rookie season. He couldn't get into playing time last year. He couldn't get into uh, uh, time during the uh, uh, a preseason. And you know, I mean, I don't know what people expect. I mean, the man got to. Get, you know, he has to. He has to uh, have a chance to get out there and make his mistakes, take his lumps, and that's the only way he's going to get better. That's just the way it is. And I'm sick and tired of the Atlanta Falcons as an organization going out here getting guys who have never been, their last two head coaches, they have never been uh, head coaches before. you got guys coming in here basically learning on the job. I, I'm sick and tired of it. And Arthur Smith today, that's exactly what he looked like he was doing. He's, he's progressed too. Don't just say Ritter has uh, regressed. So has Arthur Smith. He's learning on the job, just like Mike Smith, just like uh, uh, the, the uh, guy uh, Quinn. You know, uh, these guys are learning on the job, and they need to go out and get somebody with some experience, somebody who know what the hell they're doing in certain situations. Stop coming here learning on the job. That's all I got all to right. say. Thank you. All right, I appreciate you. I got to tell you this though, Mike Smith is uh, underappreciated by this uh, by this franchise. He was kind of clown for um for his. For his appearance on a Hard Knocks, the Falcons are soft. The Falcons are blah, blah, blah. Mike Smith saved this franchise. Because if Bobby Petrino left in the middle of the night, Michael Vick's uh, saga happened as well. That's something that could have set this franchise back a decade. What does Mike Smith do with a rookie quarterback, by the way? Gets to the playoffs his first season. Dan Quinn, Coach Bumper Sticker, Coach Sloganeer. He at least got us to a Super Bowl that we should have won. So I, I don't necessarily agree with going out and getting some retread coach necessarily. There's some virtue in what you're saying, certainly, but just because the guys have had first-time head coach in the NFL doesn't mean that they can't be successful. And I still hope Arthur Smith can. Six games in, 11 of these things left. Saw some good things, but it's just maddeningly inconsistent. The way they're losing games, it's just it's appalling. Going to come back here from Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter as well. We're live at Top Draft. Falcons fly over. Sports Radio 9. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Over. Listen in as we analyze today's Falcons game on the Falcons flyover presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL sports radio 929 the game Ritter the fake throws in zone Kyle Pitts touchdown Atlanta there is a flag it's a hold on Washington the throw and catch to the Ocho will stand well, one of the few highlights today in the Falcons uh, lost to the Commanders, dropping to 3-3 three and three on the year, getting ready for a Tampa Bay team that's slugging it out at home today down in South Florida against the Lions. Lions leading the Buccaneers 10-6, to six, about seven minutes to go in the third quarter in uh, that one. And here's a stat for you. At least we're not the New England Patriots, at least this year. Right now, the Patriots are trailing the Raiders 16-10. to 10. Patriots, of course, 1-4 on the year. Coming into today, the Boston Red Sox had outscored the New England Patriots, 6-3 to three in the month of October. So things could be worse. And uh, Arthur Blake seems to be public enemy number one today with uh, Desmond Ritter right behind him. Both their posters are put up in the uh, post office right now, I guess, under the FBI's most wanted. But David Archer caught up with the Falcons head coach after today's loss. Art, this game never changes. You turn the football as you turn over. It's very difficult to win football games. I know you guys uh, made a few more mistakes than you wanted to today. 
Yeah, you know, credit to Washington, you know, you know get, getting the turnovers. You know, we we got to find a way to eliminate the uh, critical errors, and, and we will. But uh, yeah, it's uh, hats off to Washington. But uh, those are those are tough ones. You got plenty of opportunities, and obviously uh, we came up short. I know a frustration level builds. You had the ball, I think, three times in the final five minutes, and actually were moving the football in each one of those drives. Looked like there were a couple of moments where maybe a little bit of disarray with with uh, getting in and out of the huddle. Some of the, those, the some of the operations you like to take care of. Yeah, yeah, we were we were moving some guys around. Guys were were a little nicked up, or you know, so you know we we got to find a way to be cleaner there. And uh, like I said, we will. And uh, it happened, but uh, it's unfortunate that we have plenty of opportunities. Defensive per perspective, only 190 yards, I think, given up in the game. It looked like after their initial drive, you got some footing in there where you kind of really shut them down, really created some problems for their young quarterback. Yeah, it got, it got to them. Um, but, you know, they converted their, their opportunities off the punt return, uh, you know, the ball at midfield, the throwback screen. And so, and then they, they scored off turnovers. So, when they got their opportunities, whether it was turnover or a big play on the punt, they converted those into touchdowns. Well, the beauty of this job is you, get, you don't have to wait very long. Get you right back at it. And I know you guys will be back at it tomorrow. We will. Yeah. Thank we you, will. man. Thank you. Desmond Ritter today. Desmond Ritter today, 28 of 47. His second consecutive 300-yard game, two touchdowns, but the fatal, fatal three interceptions. One led to a touchdown, two of them. Just pretty much squashed any Falcon hope. One in the end zone, of course. Falcons were threatening to score, and then one to end the ball game. And after the game, David Archer caught up with the uh, embattled, I can say now, Falcons quarterback. Disappointing finish the whole game, or a disappointing outcome, Des, I know. Uh, tell me about what you saw. Did they feel like that they were doing a lot of things you were prepared to do? Yeah, I mean, you know, they gave us everything that we were prepared for. Um, and, you know, it just comes down to execution. Uh, you know, for us to be able to, you know, not to be able to go down there and get points, you know, and most of them, you know, it's tough for us. Tell them, you talked about the front four, and, and they certainly looked like they played well. thought your, your guys did a good job of keeping them off you, but they made it tough in the run game, didn't they? Yeah, definitely made it tough in the run game, but in the past game, like you said, you know, those guys up front and, and talking about our side uh, did a heck of a job of, you know, giving me enough time to drop back, throw the ball, uh, see where I needed to go, um, but yeah. Late in the football game, I think you guys had the ball three times during that final five minutes. It didn't work out the way you wanted to. Felt like it, was, it looked like you maybe you guys have some guys banged up, trying to get personnel in. It seemed like it was you were late in the play clock a good bit. Yeah, you know there was a, a couple times we got late in the play clock. Um, got to do a better job getting in and out of the huddle substitutions. Uh, it's just the little things we got to be better at. All right. How do you put this one, compartmentalize this one, just like you have the other nine times you've gone out and done your job? Tell me about compartmentalizing this and getting ready for the next one. I think this one, more than others, um, there's a lot of things we can learn from, uh, especially situationally, um, you know, just within the routes, whatever, within the reads, um, whatever it may be. There's a lot of things um, that we can go back and learn from from this game. Keep balling, bud. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Another thing, Desmond, when you say the, uh, the word play clock, don't drop the letter L. It becomes a little something the FCC may not necessarily appreciate. 404 <laughs> Let's go out and take some of your uh, calls right now. Who do we have? Do we have Leo. Oh, going to Ty. Okay, well, hello, Ty. Rob Tribble, how you doing, man? I'm great, brother. Well, it hasn't been a good week for Atlanta sports. I called in the other day, and uh, boy, the it's Braves, the Falcons. certainly hasn't. And yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing, man. Uh, Desmond Ritter, I hate to say it, but he is, he is like J Jake Dillholm. You know, 
when 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 uh, the Carolina got Jake going home, he wasn't he was never really a starter quarterback, and he's going to give you a little good, but mostly bad. And we've seen it today. He's just not a clutch quarterback. And then uh, you know to compound everything, we have Riverboat Ron on our side, brother. Like what what is our coach doing trying to go for two? I mean, is it NCAA? What I mean, we're trying to get some points for uh, trying to get uh, you know up in the rankings or something. I mean that's. It's unheard of for, you know, for a coach like that to keep, you know, doing crazy stuff like that. But uh, right. the other thing, the other thing is, and I'll let you go, man. I don't know, you know, use up the airtime. But the other thing is we can't keep, we, we have to make a decision. Arthur Blank has to make a decision. We spent $10 million on backup quarterback, and I've seen enough of Desmond Ritter. I mean, if, if he's not, you know, he, he's more, he's a, he's a Rex Grossman, you know. He's, he's, a, he's just, he's Jake Dillholm, he's Rex Grossman. He'll never be a starting quarterback. I've seen enough of them, and it's time for our backup to uh, to play. And uh, have a great night, brother. Or is he Joey Harrington, too? Let's just uh, – <laughs> I don't know. Back-to-back 300-yard weeks, uh, some really nice throws today, a few inaccurate as well. Of course, three ghastly interceptions. Has he hit a ceiling? Uh, I'm not quite ready to say that yet, but I will be, though. I'm reasonable about it. I don't – I think I'm pretty good about – not looking at things the way I think I want them to be, but looking at things the way they are. And I try to uh, focus on that more than anything else. And now it looks like uh, Lions have gone, extended their lead to 17-6 over Tampa Bay, so Tampa Bay might be. Lions are legit, by the way. Don't be surprised the Lions find their way into the Super Bowl this year. Don't be shocked one bit. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Uh, Who do we have now? We have got Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Welcome. Hey, how's everyone today? Uh, well, I've um, got a big plate of beautiful nachos that I'm sharing with my engineer, Gordon Robinson, so it's not too bad. Hey, that sounds good. That sounds good, man. I, um, I, I, think, I think we don't need to panic at this point. Um, Ritter looked great last week. He looked good at times this week. We were completely ineffective at running the ball, and that should be one of our strengths. And I, I felt like Ritter made some um, uncharacteristically bad throws at the end because somehow they they struggled with getting the play in. Um, maybe it was technology. Maybe it was uh, coaching. It's hard to tell without knowing the details. But um, one thing I wonder if, if uh, Arthur Smith is – both the offensive coordinator and head coach, it might be time to declare and just be the head coach and bring in somebody uh, like the defensive coach to run the offense. Uh, I mean, I think they've got some operational things they've got to clean up before they can really tell what they've got. All right. I I appreciate you. I don't necessarily agree with that because how good your defensive coordinator has been, how good your defense has been, I don't think Arthur's, Arthur Smith is stretched too thin calling plays and uh, trying to manage the overall game. I just, I'm not there yet. I might get there at some point, and that's, those are valid points. I'm just not there yet. All right, let's see what, uh, who else we got. Who's up next? Garrett, who's up next? Dre, let's go. Oh, we have another Dre. All right. Hello, Dre. What's going on? That threw me off. Hey, this is actually Leo from Flowery Branch, but it's all good. Okay, Leo from Flowery Branch. We are the Tennessee of the NFC. 
I don't know who thought that Smith was some offensive guru when he had this top gun offense with a mediocre quarterback in Tannehill that will never win you a big game. And when everybody from you guys to his teammates say that what you can say good about Ritter is the intangibles. It has nothing to do with throwing a football, being accurate, having good reading skills. This is what we get. And, and I got to tell you that it's either today shows that we've got a problem with scheme and with the quarterback. The truth is it's probably cheaper to start over with the quarterback because there's a bunch of them coming out next year. And until we figure that out, and I'm not sure that the coach is what we change, but we most certainly at this point either got the wrong scheme or the wrong quarterback, and we might have both. Oof. Scathing, scathing indictment. All right, appreciate you, uh, Leo. Who we got up next? We have uh, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, go to Tony. Fine. Hello, Tony. What's up, Rob? Go ahead, brother. Yeah, so basically, man, the, the last caller kind of took my thoughts, man. I, I feel like Arthur Smith owed Barry Henry have his tape check right now because that's who made <laughs> Arthur, Arthur Smith. That's who, that's, who brought the, that's who brought the attention to Arthur Smith. As far as Ritter, man, I'm just going to keep it simple, man. He couldn't beat out Mariota, man. I mean, what's that tell everybody? Why does everybody understand that? All right, we're, you're breaking up there. Well, he couldn't he couldn't beat out Marcus Mariota because he, he really wasn't given a chance. He was never he didn't he was not competing for the uh, starting quarterback job when he was drafted. He wasn't. The design was for him to sit a year, Marcus Mariota a placeholder, and then hopefully he could uh, distinguish himself and uh, learn the ropes of the NFL, learn how to. Uh, deal with a game that's light years faster than what he was confronted with in college. And that's what kind of goes along with that. All right, let's take one more call for going to break. Let's hear from Marty. Yeah, just a couple of things. First, uh, uh, it's on uh, Coach Smith and then Mary uh, uh, Ritter. On Coach Smith, Freudian slip. Okay. Uh, all they have to do is get to the rules committee and extend the amount of time uh, on the play clock. He needs time to show his brilliance. It can't be quick like it is, and it just costs the team five <laughs> yards every time. Now, wow. um, you're, you're, Ritter, you're steeped in sarcasm. Ritter, on the right other here. hand, is tougher. When you look at Ritter on the sideline, and he's looking around like uh, somebody that's about to be eaten by a zombie, you look closer, and his frontal lobes on his skull are not very projected. He doesn't have that frontal lobe characteristic that helps you think. You see what I'm saying? So it's a physiological thing, an innate uh, physiological thing. And those eyes looking around all googly and stuff like he's about to be eaten, it's really weird. All right, I appreciate it. So he, he does not, he has a, his frontal lobe development was stunted, and he looks terrified the whole time. I don't think he looks terrified the whole time. I'm not sure about that. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to hear from uh, Bud Dupree and uh, Calais Campbell, who collected sack number 100 today. Falcons fall to 3-3. Three and 24-16 three. the final. They take on a Tampa Bay team that's uh, losing 17-6 at home to the very good Detroit Lions about a minute to go in the uh, third quarter in that one. 3-3, three and three, hoping for a corrective emotional experience next week. This is a Falcons flyover live at Top Draft. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Complete breakdown of today's game with Falcons Flyover with Rob Dribble presented. 
As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. By Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Snap to Ritter. Desmond looks, throws, and it's intercepted. Jamin Davis. The linebacker has come up with Desmond Ritter's third interception of the second half. And that pretty much was the nail in the coffin for the Falcons, 24-16 the final, they dropped to three and three. Washington improves to a three and three. Falcons getting ready to head down to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers next Sunday. And uh, it was a sackgasm for all you sackaholics out there that live and die by the sack. Yeah, you got five of them today, but you still didn't win the game. But Calais Campbell picked up career sack number one hundred. Very happy for him. And he's a he's a wonderful presence in that in that locker room. Can still play it at the age of what thirty eight years old. David Archer caught up with the big six-foot-eight defensive lineman of the Atlanta Falcons after today's loss. Clay, before we dive into the game a little bit, congratulations, 100th sack. I know you want the W. That's number one in your mind. But tell me about that feeling, getting 100 sacks. That's something unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it feels pretty good. You know, I know it's something that um, only a few people have accomplished in this league. So I definitely, uh, I'm, I'm very happy for, that, for, the, for, for this moment. But it would be a lot sweeter if we got a win. And I was talking to Grady in there. And he was like, man, I know you frustrated because you love this game so much. He said, but you just did something that very few people do. So enjoy it. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm glad Grady said that to you because there's no question about it. I mean, it, I, you could tell your teammates were really excited about you getting the 100 sack too. I know they're part of that as well. Yeah, that was the best part. You know, just, I mean, the celebration, the genuine happiness everybody had. Like it was, you could just feel the love, and that was the best part of it. All right, tell me about this defensive effort. You guys have only gave up 190 yards. I think they were two for ten on third on, on third down. Really did a good job of kind of harassing the young quarterback. Tell me about the plan and how it played out for you. Yeah, I feel like uh, you know we had a really good game plan. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think it started with just trying to, like, stop the run with a light box, you know, make you know quarterback, get him off the spot, you know, make him uncomfortable, harass him as much as possible. We had a really good job, you know, running games and just, you know, working together. But it's just a couple of plays here and there that really just like, it's like, man, we could just be so much better. You know, we're a really good defense. But when we're really playing, like, to the level I think we could play, I think we'll be an elite defense. Like, we could be one of the best ever, really one of our historic defenses. So we, we got room for improvement. And, you know, anytime you lose a game, you're always like, you know, look in the mirror. What can I do better? What can we as a defense do better? What can 
we as a team do def, do better. But at the end of the day, I think it's uh, it's just one of those where it's like, okay, we watch the tape, we'll figure it out, we'll we'll uh, reevaluate and figure out what we need to fix. But at the end of the day, next week, you know, I'm already looking forward to it because it's a 24-hour rule. But this one's gonna be like a you know watch the game, you know whatever coaches have for us tomorrow. But this will be like a you know like a you know two-hour rule. You know once this game, once I watch the tape, I'm done with this game. Can't wait to go down to Tampa Bay. Two hours. And, I, and let me let you get out of here with this one. Um, take the fan inside the concept, the mindset. You've been around this game a long time. Sometimes the offense plays well. Sometimes the defense plays. Sometimes you both got it going. Sometimes you both don't have it going on. Today, you guys had it really going on for the most part defensively. Offense turned the ball over some there late in the football game and had a chance to win. But tell me about that team concept and what you come to work with tomorrow. Yeah, I think this is uh, you know something that you know most fans have to kind of learn is that you know ebbs and flows of the game, momentum. You know, there's gonna be good things that happen for you. There's gonna be bad things that happen towards you. Sometimes the ball just bounces away. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, some tough breaks. But at the end of the day, you know this is a you know team. We go out there, we compete, we get better, we practice hard all week. You know, we you know go through the game plan together. You, you know, you get a feel for what's gonna happen. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of, you know, trust and faith in each other. Uh, and I think that, you know, we just got to keep evolving, keep kind of going to that accountability mindset. And everybody just does their job at a high level and don't worry about anything else. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. We just keep, keep sawing wood, keep fighting. All right. I can go to that nickname now because I wanted to call you the C-Note for a while. Now you're the C-Note. Thank you. Yes, sir. I like that. C-Note, that's dope. All right. Before we get back to the calls, I wanted to get to the, uh, some opinions from uh, people that are here at uh, – in a top draft, beautiful uh, sports bar inside the new Omni Hotel. And we all know that guy, kind of a bigger guy that wears shorts year-round. Talking about Vinny, and Vinny has a new wrinkle with his shorts on this cold day. He's actually wearing a bathrobe yes, sir, as well. Yes, got sir. a cigar in his mouth also. But you got to keep it clean, though, guys. I'm going to bring always, you on once you keep always, it clean. Always, always. What, what, how do you feel about today? You're probably as frustrated as everybody else. Yes, sir. Definitely frustrated for sure. I mean, you know, we, we're expecting a lot out of our guys. Um, we've got a young core. But, um, you know, as far as I know, you, you, you got to look at the positive as well. You know, we've got a lot of armchair quarterbacks who talk about the woulda, coulda, shouldas. But, I mean, you know, Desmond, he, he's, he's doing all right. The last two weeks he's thrown for over 300 yards. You know, he's finally getting the ball. London, London uh, he, got, he caught for about, what, 125 yards today. You know, Pitts got in the he's end He's so zone. good at those contested 50-50 yes, sure, balls sure. and very Absolutely. physical. Absolutely. That he's, he's, he's proven so, his value. So we're getting there. We have a young core, young core, and, um, I mean, Fortunately for us, the NFC South isn't that great, you know. I mean, the Panthers are kind of pretty much um, just – Tampa Bay's pretty good. Tampa Bay's pretty good, but right now they're down 17-6, so we'll see what happens with that. Saints lost today. So, you know, we, did, we, just, we just pick it up and, and we just go from, go from where we are. Next week we're in Tampa, you know, and then we, got, we have uh, Tennessee and we come back home again with the Minnesota, and we just, we just got to push forward. We got a young core. We got a young core, and I think, I think, I think we're heading in the right direction. We're doing well. You know, a lot of people are talking and calling in right now with uh, questionable play calling and things not. But um, I, 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 think we're, I think we're heading in the right direction. I really do. Vinny, I, I, am, I am surprised. You're like this healing source of yes, white sir. light, yes, this sir. optimist. Yes, I thought you were going to come in here and just no, napalm. No, sir. Everyone. No, sir. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks. And Absolutely. Stay warm in that bathrobe. I appreciate, appreciate you guys. It. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Let's hear from uh, let's hear from one more guy, and this is going to be a fascinating juxtaposition. Listen to this this handsome young man's accent, but he actually knows football. What's your name, brother? Pranav. Yeah. What'd you see today? What are you thinking? You're a big time Falcon fan too. I am a big time Falcons fan. Like I moved here in 2010, became a season put the mic up close. There you go. Became a season ticket holder in 2014. Like I've been every game. Like so, I will always be a Falcons fan. But I think, like, I have one issue, like, with, like, coach. He just, like, is, like, 
calls us like analytics bro, fantasy football genius, and all these things. And it's like everybody in the stadium <laughs> analytics knew. Analytics bro, huh? <laughs> yeah, like everybody in the stadium knew that like you shouldn't be going for the two. Yep. And he did. Like, and he talks down to the media and all these things. I'm okay with that. If he wins a Super Bowl, he can act like Belichick. I will take it. But you can't do that to us because, like, I mean, we are so invested in this team, you know. But, you know, Rob, I like you. and like, I like you, too. I get lost in your eyes. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I have been a fan since 2010. You have suffered from 1980. Luckily, I was not born here oh. or I would have been right with you there. But you know what? Like, I will always be a Falcons fan ever before Arthur Smith if he goes 8-9 and nine after Arthur Smith. But, like, you know, we, know, we don't want to talk about that. One thing I want to get to is, like, um, the sack envy I've been having. Yeah. We at least had, like, five sack envies. I want to give a shout-out to my man Andy Bunker. But I still think, like, it was all, like, mostly, like, coverage sacks. But I'll still take it any way we get. Like, yeah. I've been having that for years now. I, I would, like, I think I can sell a kidney to get, like, pass rusher in Atlanta, like, you know, I mean, if I can. Hey, man, thank you. I appreciate you. 404-726-0929. Who we got? We're going to go to John. Am I correct? Dan. Dan, my bad. Hello, Dan. What's going on? Rob, what's happening? You got a, a guy in a bathrobe and another guy that... What's happening over there? <laughs> well, you think you'd be a cricket fan, but he loves the NFL. It's great. <laughs> hey, look. I don't know what you guys are talking about analytics, but this is the NFL. This isn't the LSU-Alabama game. You don't go for two down there when you've got 13 minutes on the clock at home and we have the best place kicker in the NFL. Why do you go for two there? Why? I agree. I don't why? 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 I know. I I've been asking why all day. The, the, the thing is, man, the Falcons in this market – Let's face it, this is a college football area in the South. The Falcons have to show us something. They have to win games. They, every time we go out here, we turn on the Falcons. I get, my phone is blowing up with all my buddies going, there they go again. How do you have 402 yards to 196 yards at home? Passing yardage, rushing yardage, that punt return was a killer it and was. then you have three interceptions how do you do that well you, you do it and you lose i appreciate your call man let's uh let's see what terry has to say hello terry you're on the falcons flyover this is where you need to go though this is a sports bar you need to come to top draft beautiful decor great view these nachos are amazing they're probably gonna end up being the best <laughs> laxative i've ever had if you know what i mean but man they're delicious hello terry what's on your mind uh can you hear me I can hear you, man. Go ahead. Okay. I went to the game. I haven't gone in about two years. And I left at halftime because I didn't have a good feeling. I'm a, I'm a Lyft driver, do a little bit of Uber. I said, man, let me go make me some money because if they lose this game and I stay, I'm going to be mad as hell. <laughs> it costed me money. It happened. Yeah, it, I feel you. It happened. And, uh like, my biggest thing is, and I've been saying this most of this season, I think that our coach is kind of turning into smartest guy in the room syndrome. You don't go for two when you don't have to go for two. Get the, nope. get the, two, get the extra point. You know what I mean? And you're in the game. Yeah. And hey. I don't know whose decision it was to not play Ritter 
Well, last year at the end, uh, he should have played eight games last year, and he should have been playing in the preseason. I don't put Probably. that part on him. But if you had played him, then we could have used that number eight pick to get a quarterback. Anyway, man, do a good. You've done a great job. Hey, man, hold on, hold on. Time. Don't go anywhere yet. I want to ask you a very important question. As a lift, sure. as a Lyft driver, sure. I have left three phones and Lyfts and Ubers over the years. Why in the hell is it so impossible to get the phone back? Because they don't make it easy for us to get it back to you. Yeah, Why don't they, they make I, it easy? I, I, you tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, it should be as simple as me calling a phone number and saying, hey, this customer left their phone. But they don't. Like, Or, um, or maybe like, I can I be uh, sober enough when I ride where I don't leave my damn phone in there either. So I guess well, it's also but on it, me. it happens. It happens. You know, right, it man. happens. But I appreciate, appreciate you, brother. Thank boss. you. All right, All right we, got, we got another uh, – you got another uh, person here live at uh, Top Draft. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Bart. Bart, where are you from? Man? Austin, Texas. Oh, really? Yep, Longhorn. Austin, it, it, it's kind of gotten too big now. It's gotten a little bit too big. It's too absolutely. expensive, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But what brings you here to the Falcons? You, you like the Falcons even being from Austin? Well, I'm a football fan. Okay. And so we came up here to watch the game. I'm B. John Robinson, first round oh, draft pick. Oh, there you pick. go. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Yep. So here we are. We're watching the game. And this isn't about a quarterback. This isn't about a running back. This isn't about a team. You got the you got the tools on the field, the coach errors, errors in coaching. You got a running back. You're on the red zone. You throw an interception in the end zone. You got the number one draft pick on a running back, and you don't run him. And you're putting him in the and you're putting him in the slot. Get him out in the out, outfield where he can get loose and get him running. It's all coaching, and it, y'all could have won this game easily. So, who's your team besides the horns? Are you a Texans guy or what? No, Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, I kind of split it. Austin doesn't have any pro teams, so yeah. Yeah, I know. Dak needs to go too. All right. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, we got you rid got of El- your own problem. We we got one of two gone. Elliot's gone, and now yep. we need to get rid of Dak. All but, right, but, hey, yeah. man, do us a favor and keep Austin weird, okay? You betcha. I appreciate you. Man. All right. <laughs> you know, uh, you know what, Gordon? I I met this girl from uh, Austin, Texas, back in uh, 1995. She was in town working for the Georgia Lottery. She was a lingerie model on the side, but she could not tell me what her job. She could not explain what her job was. With the Georgia Lottery, but she was she was an amazing looking woman. But eh, probably a double digit IQ though. Unfortunately, I guess you have to pay the pauper in some way. She's very sweet though. I'm sorry. Come at me. I don't care. Did she get to pick the numbers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, we're gonna come back. We're, we're gonna hear from uh, Bud Dupree, and uh, we'll still do a, a post mortem autopsy on this ghastly day. On this, it's just a bitter loss on a. Horrible, cold, gray, raw October day. Live here at uh, Top Draft. Sports Radio, 1990 The Game. Now more of the Falcons flyover. A complete recap of today's game. Presented by Ticketmaster. The official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Pits off the formation to the left, London to the right. Ritter, the play fake, going to throw for uh, Chanu Smith. Touchdown! Wow! How about that? Well, one of the few highlights today in the uh, 24-16 loss. Rob Tribble here live at uh, Top Draft Sports Bar inside the new Omni Hotel, right adjacent and connected to the Georgia World Congress Center. And, of course, we got Garrett Chapman back there in studio and my main man, uh, Gordon Robinson, 
the on-site engineer, and Gordon just showed me a hilarious tweet by a guy by the name of Max. And Max says, Dan Campbell has the Lions competing in two years. FedEx Jeff Fisher is in year three and isn't even close to contending. Arthur Smith, he called him FedEx Jeff Fisher. That's just, that's pretty pretty scathing right there. All right, after the uh, game today, Falcons uh, analyst David Archer, former Falcon quarterback, one of my all-time favorite Falcons, by the way, caught up with a Falcon uh, defensive end, uh, Bud Dupree. Bud, uh, first, before I get into the game, uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, Calais gets his 100 sack. Yeah. I mean, what you, this is a guy, you, you've been a guy that's been a, a tremendous sack guy in your career. Tell me what that means to you, see a guy get 100 sacks. I mean, 100 is a milestone. <laughs> it's, it's tremendous. You know, he's a, he's a walking jacket. Um, you know, it's always great to see people hit milestones and hit accomplishments throughout their career. And uh, he's been talking about it for a while. I'm, fi- I'm glad they finally got it. And, uh, you know, he can move on and continue to climb up in the charts. Yeah, no question about it. You guys climbed up the charts as well. Five sacks today. You had a sack and a half, I think five, six tackles in your own. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Did you guys have an idea? The sack numbers look like you could get after him, but you still have to go make it happen. Yeah, definitely. Man, we, we got great pass rushers. No, uh, we just have to have the chance to be able to rush, and that comes with stopping the run and also putting ourselves in great position in the way with the rush to pass uh, working together cohesive as a unit um, making sure that you know each player knows what the other players going to do that comes with communication and uh, continue to grind each and every week and uh, throughout the season you know this is the heat of the moment right now so we'll continue to grind each day each night uh, well, each day and each night and uh, you know keep making it happen I know you could feel it when the quarterback's holding the football that tells yeah. you that back seven's getting a job done For the back sure. end right definitely DBs always do the job man we got some of the best DBs in the league man we, we got to continue to go out each and every week and showcase that no, also showcase that we have one of the best fronts in the league, but we got to continue to do it, and uh, we cannot, you know, allow people to have opportunities and uh, and st- be able to stick around in the football games. You guys only gave up 190 yards on defense. I think two first ten was the turn was the conversion situation, which is winning football. But you guys didn't win the football game. Tell me about the frustration and not allowing that to get you as you go to work next week. Man, you know, I'm never frustrated. We never frustrated as a unit. Um, you no, know, that's just part of football. We got to go out there and play better. You know, as far as, as far as our standpoint. Um, we got to not allow any plays to be made. You know, that's what happens when you want to be one of the number one defense in the league, number top five defense in the league, however you want to put it. You know, we got to take upon ourselves and each and every day. You know, we got to continue to grind, continue to trust our coach, and continue to trust our training, and everything will happen with a reason. Appreciate you, man. All right. All right, let's uh, take some of your calls. We're going to be with you till about uh, 730, leading up to uh, what is the Sunday night game? It's Giants and who? Giants-Bills, that's right. That was an old rivalry. It's kind of uh, gone away. Let's hear what Allison has to say. Allison, welcome. You're on the Falcons flyover. Hey there. Good evening. How's everything going? Well, well hello, Allison. They actually have you in a bar where, there, where there's alcoholic beverages available to you. <laughs> do, they, do they understand how the Falcons losing uh, triggers you? <laughs> I know. You're like my AA sponsor, even though I'm not an AA. Allison calls everybody. I know. We, Neither one of us is an death. AA, but... We, thank you, darling. So we had three turnovers today, which didn't help. We had nope. two consecutive delay of game calls, which I'm sorry. Let me check the calendar. This is, let me check my notes, week six of the NFL season, and you don't understand how the play clock works. Somebody needs to be fired behind this. Uh, and Uh-oh. then you get a coach that literally it's, it's first and goal at the, at the two-yard line, and you don't have, you got a bellwether in B. John Robinson and you can't line him up behind at least a better fullback to push forward and score? I hear you, Allison. I appreciate you. We have another in-person 
This is, uh, this is Chaz. Now, if you look at Chaz, he's, what are you wearing, like khaki pants, a, a black golf shirt, and a, and a ball cap. You look like a high school football coach. Yeah, you absolutely. You like you're coaching uh, Pebblebrook yes, right yes. now. What's on your mind, Chaz? So, um, <laughs> uh, shout out to Hangover League. It's our fantasy football league. We've done this for about 12 years now. And what we do is we try to pick a game that's going to have an NFL and then somewhat close to a college game. So, yesterday we were in Knoxville. Uh, got a buddy that's a good ag and a buddy that loves the balls. And then today we went to Atlanta. So we've kind of been quasi-Falcon fans for 24, 48 hours. And I'm ready to sell my hat over there if anybody wants it. <laughs> I mean, Arthur Smith is like peanut butter and jelly. It's good the first, like, four or five times. But you just keep trying to pound the rock on first and second down. You're not creative anywhere. Maybe a drag route, something. You've got athletes all over the place. Let's you put Bijan out wide. Let's run a drag route. Let's get him in space. Let's do something with the what four or five first round draft picks y'all got out there on offense. Right. I mean, their creativity is just minimum. My son can go draw inside the lines and make something look pretty, and that's what Arthur Smith does. <laughs> All right. You know, Chaz, a lot of people agree with you, man. So where are y'all going next week? Do you, do you, like, go to a different stadium every week? No, no, no. We get to do this once a year. We're all uh, growing up being adults. We've got wives and kids back oh, home. Oh, you do? Okay. So it's it's our one that we plan on every year. Uh, we've already planned out next year. We'll go to Denver, go get to watch that, you know, circus. Yeah. Go to uh, see Dion and then go to Broncos game, maybe play some golf, you know, try yeah. to swing at it. Well, you guys ought to swing by Magic City before you uh, head back to well, they're close today. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you looked into it. Well, because we just we heard the wings were really good. Yeah, we're, we're the wings are fire, man. The, yes, the uh, lemon pepper wings are amazing. Hey, Chaz, thank you, brother. I really appreciate you, Absolutely. Man. All right, let's uh, go back out to the phones. Let's see what Ken has to say. Hello, Ken. Hey, Trouble, Trouble, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Hey, nothing much. Let me say, man, I really feel sorry for you Falcon fans. I really do, man. Who are you because, a fan of? <laughs> I like the Bills, man. I, okay. I, was a, I was a Falcon fan and, and, until the year of the draft when we passed over Justin Fields. I threw my hat in. I said, I've had enough. I'm done with this organization. So, like I said, man, I, I really feel for you Falcons fans. you got a head coach who's trash. you got a starting quarterback oh. who's trash. Oh. Um, this head coach, I mean, this dude thinks he's the smartest dude in the room every uh -huh. every week. And it's, it's just really sad. Every 45 years, this – this organization is hiring a new coach, a new general manager, when it really starts at the top. Hey, Arthur, if you're listening, put this team up for sale. Put it up for sale, man. and get So the new owner can have a clue on the right people to hire football-minded people and get them in here and run this franchise. Arthur right, Smith I... will be gone in another three or four years. Mark it down or sooner, and then you're looking for another head coach. It's a cycle, man, and it's really sad. All right, all right, kid. Well, you kind of lost me the Justin uh, Fields take. I don't think he's necessarily the savior you think he is. And you want to napalm everything. I mean, you basically said everybody's trash. You want Arthur even to sell the team and get some good personnel. I think Terry Fontenot did a great job constructing this defense. Ryan Nielsen, a great coordinator, I think. The defense is, they've come to play every week. Calais Campbell, of course, getting his 100th sack of his uh, illustrious career, the big old six foot eight behemoth. And uh, congrats to him on that. Good to see Matt Ryan calling the game. Matt Ryan does a nice job in the booth. You remember back in the day when he was a Falcon, his voice would always crack? Well, I think we, we could have played a little better. But now he, his voice doesn't crack anymore when he's in the booth. So he does a nice job. All right, let's go out to uh, Chris. Hello, Chris. What's on your mind? Rob T, what's up, man? Hey, man. <laughs> hey. Uh, once again, it is I, 
Desmond Ritter's biggest fan, man. But I got to say today it was tough to watch him throw three interceptions uh, and, and come back crashing down to earth. But I will say this. I'm absolutely, like so many callers have said, disgusted with Arthur Smith, and I didn't think I could get there. That call on the two-point conversion reminded me of Mario Cristobal not running out the clock for the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> Against Georgia Tech and they ended up losing. Yes, right. It was absolutely gut-riching. And everybody's talking about how Washington was giving us the game. Riverboat Ron was sitting there knowing, you guys need eight points. You guys got to have it. So I've got room to do whatever I, 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 I can as a coach because I don't think you'll get the six and score the two because there's too much pressure on your first-year quarterback. That was absolutely asinine, Rob. Asinine. And I'm going to say this, and I give all credence to Randy Mack, wherever he is, and he says it all the time, football is easy. Coaches, Coaches make it make hard. It hard. Thank yes, you, I love that. That's a great T-shirt, too. I love, I love when Randy Max says that. Yep. Football's easy. Coaches make it hard. All right, let's go out to – we have Omar. Omar, welcome. Hey, Rob, what's up, bro? What's up, man? Listen, man, I'm a Falcon fan to my heart, but this was the worst call game of Arthur Smith's career. Come on, guys. You got weapons all over the field, and you're going to try to run – well, a two-point conversion, Algiers up the middle. Come on, bro. Go Falcons. All right, I appreciate you. All right, leading you up to uh, 7.30 tonight, it's going to be the Buffalo Bills and uh, New York Giants. And one of my best buddies, big-time Giants fan from Manhattan, he used to be like me where I, when I watch a Falcons game, I have to stand up and I'm pacing around. He goes, well, I don't do that anymore because it's kind of hopeless up there right now. There's really nothing going on good in New York right now. The Jets aren't any good, although they're giving the, the Eagles all they can handle. Of course, the Yankees, Mets, terrible. So that's kind of good to see. But, man, been a tough week for Atlanta sports. So the Braves, regular season juggernaut, they fall flat on their face against uh, Philadelphia. And, of course, we had to see what we had to see today against the um, Washington Commanders, a very winnable game. And a bunch of just horrible things that went wrong. Everybody's focusing on that ill-fated, blown two-point conversion call. You give up a massive 61-yard punt return setting them up inside the five-yard line. They turned that into a touchdown. Your quarterback throws three ghastly interceptions. One led to a commander's touchdown. One was in the end zone, costing the Falcons on a what had been a pretty good drive. And, of course, he throws one to end the game. And just a lot of questions, except on the defense. And thankfully, there's we have 11 more of these. Now, when the season started, I thought maybe this could be an 11-win team. I'm starting to kind of depart from that notion i'm still thinking maybe nine or ten you can maybe squeeze into the playoffs maybe nine but but you never know but i just really felt good coming into today based on what happened last week you you thought desmond ritter showed some considerable growth as a quarterback still threw for over 300 yards today second time in a row first two of his career but the interceptions and some of the decisions and uh, arguably some of the play calling and you couldn't run the ball today you you were predicated as a a a hardy run football, run-oriented offense, but you could run against that. That defensive front is so formidable, so good. But um, I'm still going to try to remain optimistic, though, certainly. All right, going to come back and uh, wrap it up. Going to go around the league a little bit as well, maybe take some other calls, maybe talk to some fans that are here. Falcons fly over with you till about 730. We are live at Top Draft inside the Omni, the new Omni Hotel right across from 
State Farm Arena, where you're probably going to see De Depeche Mode. The Sports Radio 1990 game. Falcon Flyover is on. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Pocket again, steps up, Calais Campbell, that is sack 100. How about that? Little dirty bird on it by Calais for 100. Welcome back, Falcons Flyover. We are hanging out at Top Draft inside the new Omni Hotel right across from State Farm Arena, kind of adjacent to the Georgia World Congress Center. After a losing effort today, 24-16, and if you notice, when Calais Campbell did the Dirty Bird, he also did a bit of the icky shuffle to go along with it. He, like, did a hybrid dance. It's like, did he rehearse that this week or something? But uh, good for him, been a good presence. But I got to tell you, as heartbreaking as today was, I'm still remaining a bit optimistic about this team. Tampa Bay just loses to the Lions, who are now 5-1. and one. Falcons going to pay Baker Mayfield and company uh, a visit, but Baker Mayfield did not have a very good day, didn't throw for many yards, had one interception. The Jets are really giving the Eagles fits. 14 to 12, three minutes to go in that one. And Zach Wilson's another guy. Of course, he came across kind of like an entitled, smug, upper class. He reminds me of like a, a white Duke basketball player. Zach Wilson did a little bit, but uh, who was it that uh, took the shot? Do you remember last week? It was Rodney Harrison one. It took the shot at Zach Wilson, basically saying called him trash. And Zach Wilson's kind of a scrappy. He does have some talent. He can do some things. And I guess the Jets are maybe dealing with their version of a Desmond Ritter. But you can't be too quick to just throw these guys in the trash heap. You can't do it because it's not like you can go down the quarterback aisle at Publix and just pick one out. And two weeks in a row, Desmond Ritter has thrown for 300 yards, two touchdowns today, but the horrible three interceptions. Accuracy issues also a little bit. Now, is that something that can be coached out of him? Can they coach him up and help him with his accuracy? Sometimes that's just innate. Some guys just have an innate ability to be accurate with the football. And other guys, not so much. But I'm, I'm telling you, I really like what I saw from uh, Drake London. Especially, remember last week he made a really good contested, contested catch right by the sideline, threw off his helmet and just kind of roared with excitement. Similar catch today. I think Drake London's confidence was shaken a little bit when he had a couple of really bad drops. He's had some really bad moments. I think he's starting to feel better. Kyle Pitts, I think, is actually healthy now. I don't think he was healthy. Started the uh, year coming off an injury. He has some big catches today. Finds his way into the end zone, which has been a, a bit of a rarity. And uh, I remember Steak Shapiro of the Steakhouse weekday mornings, by the way, 9 to 11. He goes, Kyle Pitts is the highest drafted tight end in NFL history. Right now, he just looks like another guy. Well, maybe he's starting to uh, emerge from just another guy uh, status. Rams all over the uh, Cardinals, 26 to 9, about a minute to go out in uh, Los Angeles. And like I said, the Lions have now moved to 5-1. Uh, and one. I don't know what the Patriots did. They were down, though. They're, they're in danger of going 1-5. and five, And that's a fascinating scenario up there in New England. I mean, it's like the longer Bill Belichick sticks around, he was out Tom Brady, he's getting really, really diminished return. He's, he's under 500 as a head coach without Tom Brady. And I know that's not necessarily a, a black and white sort of issue because Bill Belichick is schematically wonderful. I mean, he was, he was Bill Parcells' defensive coordinator of those legendary Giants teams. And, but I wonder if it's time. He's 70 years old. Is this going to be his last year? And I don't think he and Bob Kraft necessarily get along very well. Are they going to have that conversation where he is um, 
decided to retire rather than be fired, you know? How many times do you see uh, guys that, uh, well, he forced to resign? Well, that's called being fired. I guess they're just trying to uh, make it sound a little nicer, I suppose. And, of course, coming up tonight, pretty good, interesting matchup. Old rivals. Uh, Giants haven't been very good. Buffalo kind of sputtered around a little bit, but they seem to have found their legs. And they're one of the elite teams in the league, if not the, uh, especially the uh, AFC. And still, 14-12, Eagles leading the Jets. About two minutes, 20 seconds go up there in the uh, Meadowlands. So, but just a tough one to uh, swallow today, 24-16 the uh, final. Falcons fall to 3-3, three and three, hoping for a little bit more, but that's just the, uh, that's just the way it goes. And it's, it's amazing. This fan base is really starting to get a little restless. Arthur Smith in a year three finally gets out of salary cap hell. Finally has a, a good roster, very good defense. This is a top 10 defense. And I said coming into the year, I would take it if they were maybe a, a top 10 to 12 defense. This is a top 10 defense. The Falcons' defense is uh, pretty salty, and they've been put in a lot of bad situations this year due to uh, turnovers. And as I said earlier, last uh, three weeks, the Falcons have lost the turnover battle eight to nothing. They've lost two of those three games, survived two turnovers to beat the Texans last week. But now it's time. I mean, how patient is Arthur Blank going to be? I don't want to sound morbid or anything like that. Arthur's not a young man anymore. He's, 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 he's 80 years old, isn't he? Arthur, Arthur Blank's got to be 80 years old. Well, we only have a a certain amount of years on this uh, mortal coil. There's got to be some urgency there. And at what point does Desmond Ritter play his way out of the uh, starting quarterback position? I'm not ready to get there yet, but I certainly am willing to get with there. Yeah, he's 81. Arthur is uh, 81 years old. But uh, it, it was just, it hasn't been very good. And, and one thing about this, uh, this fan base, uh, and of course I'm a big part of that fan base as well, when this team isn't playing well, it's like a wake inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium. But credit to the fan base. They were loud today. They were very loud last week in spite of seemingly diminishing returns on the product on the field. But like I said, we got 11 more of these to go. Some winnable games. you got a winnable game in uh, Tampa. We're going to be playing Minnesota. Basically every week can be a winnable game, but you just have to play well and you can't turn the ball over. That's what it uh, boils down to. We'll see what happens going forward. But, man, what a, what a tough week. And there's been so many tough weeks for uh, me as an Atlanta sports fan. I don't know how many times I've seen the Braves flounder in the playoffs. And then the following Sunday, the Falcons lose in such a, a gut-wrenching sort of way. It's, um, it's tough investing so much emotional capital in these uh, local sports teams. What are the Hawks going to be this year? That'll be interesting to see. Didn't do anything real splashy in the draft or in a free agency because you really weren't afforded that draft slot. The Braves, luckily, they are built to contend for the next several years. Hopefully we can get the bad taste of our mouth, out of our mouth. And remember, we did at least win a World Series two years ago. But this Falcon franchise just got to string some wins together. And I hope that um, Desmond Ritter can – is he the type of guy that learns from his mistakes? I did like one thing Arthur uh, Smith said about Desmond Ritter. He goes, I like to see how he responds after throwing an interception. He seems to respond – pretty well until today where he where of course he throws three and uh, costs the Falcons a game and you really couldn't get any, get much going uh, running the ball either Tyler Algier 13 carries 51 yards 3.9 average Bijan Robinson couldn't get much going either average I think he just under four yards a carry as well but you're not going to run the ball very well against that against that uh stout front seven of the uh Washington Commanders 
So just a very tough one to swallow today. And I was so confident coming into today. I felt so good after last week. I thought, well, look, our quarterback has grown up. Well, he regressed today. He regressed today. And somebody's uh, upset. Oh, wow. The Jets might just end up upsetting the Philadelphia Eagles. About a minute 50 left. And I didn't see how they got the ball back. Was it interception? It was an interception. And now the Jets, with Zach Wilson, the quarterback, have the football in about the Eagles' six-yard line. We were talking about the undefeated Eagles. We were talking about the two and three Jets. So anything can happen on any given Sunday in the NFL. I know it's a cliche, but football's a simple thing. And uh, my boy uh, Hugh Douglas famously said, football is just a man beat another man. That's all it is. But, wow, this could be, um, this could be something if the Jets could uh, pull this off. All right, this is the um, Falcons flyover. We are live at a top draft. This is an upscale sports bar. The decor is amazing. The views are amazing. The nachos, unbelievably good. We'll be back in studio next week. Hopefully we'll have a corrective emotional experience when we get to talk about a Falcons win because there's a lot of venom and vitriol in the fan base today. But for my guy Gordon Robinson and Garrett Chapman back at the studio, I'm Rob Tribble. This is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Stay tuned for Sunday Night Football, Giants, Bills, right here at Sports Radio 1990 Game. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. 